0: This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. You! You, through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash Who. our Patreon, where most Sundays, let's face it, it hasn't been quite as true the last couple of Sundays because uh, life and things, but I mean, our track record's pretty darn consistent, you get an entire bonus episode of this very podcast sent to you. If you give it the five or $10 a month level, that $10 month level also gets you a sticker in the mail every month because you become a member of the says who sticker club. That one, you can put it in the bank that's happening every month, no matter what come hell or high water. Those stickers are going out. Patreon.com slash says who,
1: you know what I've been doing?
0: What have you been doing? Reading books. Ooh, that sounds nice.
1: Yeah. Got my read back on, Dan. I love it. My brain is somewhat fuzzy, but books are great. I write them. You write them. We both read them. We love them. It's true. Um, I'm staring at a giant, I'm reorganizing my office, Dan, and I managed to pull out, and I'm now faced with all of the books I'd stashed. In a container, so all the copies of the um, Truly Devious series. But the thing is, I have more of the more recent ones, so I have four Truly Deviouses, but I have, you know, 60 of another. So it's just this weird, it's like it looks like a chart that goes up like this. Anyway. You
0: don't uh, don't have to read them all, they're all the same.
1: I have to read every single one of those copies. No,
0: they're the same. They they mass produce them,
1: they don't don't let you check them. They don't let you write another one until you've read all of them. So I'm still working on that. I wish. Man, that would be a great way to go. I haven't finished reading them all. (laughs) Um, I just recommend them. If you want to read mine, that's great. If you want to read dance, that's even better. But books.
0: Books. If you would like to buy books from the Internet and you would not like to give uh, Jeffrey Bezos your money. I just, uh, I I am in the Seattle area, Maureen, and we walked by the giant greenhouses that Amazon has built in Seattle as their headquarters, and those things seem like a big-ass waste of money. So, don't give that your money. Instead, go to kickbezosintheballs.org where uh you can order books on the internet it will connect you to our bookshop there are quick links to maureen's books you can get those real easy also there's a search bar kick bezos in the org. what makes
1: While me you, ang- what hmm? makes me angry is that the only thing you've i was like oh i'd go the, oh they're amazon you're not house, like allowed
0: I, in them i'd still their, get in private garden i could get in they're really weird there's always a way I mean, there probably there's like a restaurant in there that you can go to, but I don't think you can... Uh, you
1: get in the vents, Dan. You can get in the vents.
0: It's all sealed. It's all nah, sealed. It's all there's sealed always like an opening. Vents.
1: There's always an opening.
0: Anyway, they're weird. If you're on the internet and you're buying things, why not mosey on over to merch.sayswhopodcast.com where you can get Says Who merchandise any day of the week sent to you. merch.sayswhopodcast.com And last thing for me, I am on the road this summer, and that means that The Hitch, the travel podcast that me and Janice do every day for you, is back. Yes, you get a little daily dose of people talking about travel in your ears from the back of our trailer at thehitchpodcast.com. We just, I think we just passed the halfway point at least in our recording, but there's still lots to go. It's like 52 daily episodes. Enjoy it. TheHitchPodcast.com Oh, is that a crow? Oh, I think that's a raven. Hey, Dan. What? What?
1: Hey, Dan. Ready to go?
0: Ready to go on uh, more adventures? Yes, I am. I guess. ready to go. We're uh, heading into Seattle today. Okay, but are you ready to record? Do you have your headphones? Record? Headphones. Where's your microphone? Microphone. Who is this? This is Maureen. Maureen the park ranger? No. Maureen the person in the trailer next door? (sighs) I was afraid this would happen. Who are you?
1: Okay, Dan. Um, so remember before traveling?
0: Uh vaguely.
1: Okay, I want you to just think, close your eyes and think back. You had uh-huh. a you live in a house. I do. There's a house. Uh-huh. Remember, and you have a basement, uh-huh. and you make stuff there, oh. it's all cool, and there's birds and sorta. Of. Oh. And then there's news. Oh, and there's news and COVID oh. and news and all uh. Uh. Yeah, oh. and you talk about the news and you read it all the time, uh. Uh, news mm. and you're always like, mm. where's the news and you're never not like, because every day you wake up and you pick up your phone, you go, news and the mm. first thing you do, like a drug, a terrible drug that you pick up your phone and you stare at it first thing in the morning and you find that your eyes have been glazing over mm. and you've been blindly scrolling and that's how you wake up uh. now and that's how you live and you didn't even realize you'd become that person but you are and you just go into this kind of huge state where you're just like take it in like a drug and you didn't really even see this development happen but now that you realize it's happened you don't know how to get out of it because you're so deep in it and everybody does it so no one really recognizes it as like a known thing that it's actually like just a just like a drug and it's just really terrible the news remember that
0: oh it's you
1: yeah 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 good okay let's go
0: I can't hear you. Are you gonna? Wa- you can. not Welcome. Ah, damn it.
1: <laughs> Just says who? <laughs> the podcast. You missed me. The podcast. It isn't a podcast that Dan missed me about.
0: It's a coping strategy. I'm Dan Sinker.
1: And you missed me. <laughs> Fine. You've been living on the road. You've been having to. You've been sending me pictures. You're like, here we are tubing yeah splashing in nature and doing we cool are stuff. Uh,
0: we are up in the misty gray Pacific Northwest right now, Maureen. I'm coming to you from the car because uh it rained all night, so things are real moist. I was gonna go be uh waterside. We are camping in a park that is our our trailer is probably a hundred feet from the Puget Sound. Nice. There's a, uh, there's like a pebble beach with covered with driftwood. You can watch, uh, you can watch boats go by. We saw a seal swim by yesterday. Sweet. Uh, And so I was going to record out there, but it is far too moist out there right now. So I'm in the car, but there are no worries because it's about 60 degrees outside. There is not a sun to be seen. It's all gray. So, uh, yeah, we are, we're just outside Seattle, and uh, tomorrow we are going up to the San Juan Islands, where we will be for a couple of days, seeing orcas and all that shit.
1: Man, that is living.
0: It's, it's been good. It has been good. I, um, I think I mentioned the last time we recorded, because we're on like an every other week thing now. I haven't, like, I don't even know what's going on. Uh, last time we recorded, uh, I mentioned that I was actually taking time off my job job. And I will tell you, Maureen, that I have lost complete track of all days. Mm. No idea what day it is at any given time. It's a sort of a minor miracle that I managed to get in here to record because I kept forgetting that it was Monday and we're recording at 8 a.m. my time. So had to get up get moving
1: <sighs> Dan the see this is the thing it's too good for, it's good for you you just you look like a whole new Dan
0: I uh I will admit to the fact that the last couple of days have actually been kind of stressful just cuz uh when you're on the road for a while logistics start to kind of pile up and at some point you've kind of got a it's like a little logistics spring that you have to kind of let go spring and yesterday was definitely that springing day mm-hmm. so uh I feel like I felt a little more relaxed than I do right now, but um, but still, it's been amazing.
1: Well, Dan, um, do you? Uh, I'm also getting ready to okay. go away.
0: Yeah, you are. You're heading to the UK.
1: Yeah, uh, this time we're we're recording on Monday, yeah. which is not our normal recording day. It's
0: not. So next Monday, I will be on a plane. Look at you. Well, the nice thing is planes are easy.
1: A couple things, Dan. Mm-hmm. One I got an email from Virgin Atlantic the other day that said, LOL, we've canceled your flight home. So, your flight home? Yes.
0: That's so in they, like weeks.
1: It's in oh ten days after the flight there, yeah.
0: They so they canceled that. Precogs.
1: Well, what's happening, Dan? There's a number of things that are happening. And yeah. it, we have a lot of UK <laughs> news this week. We're gonna we sure really do. Really cover a lot of things happening in the UK, and one we'll start with is the the meltdown of the UK travel system in general. Yeah, number of things are happening in the UK, and a lot of bad things are happening. At how, do you like banging? I ordered this banging. For oh, you. I like I, that. Yeah, I, I wanted. You know me, I got a, a hammer choir. Just
0: I love there. a background noise. Yeah,
1: it's great. Um, so London Heathrow Airport, which is There are two major airports in London, Heathrow and Gatwick. Heathrow is the bigger of the two. Yeah. It's sort of the major international airport. It's their JFK, it's their Chicago O'Hare. You know, it's the biggie. Yeah. Uh, Due to problems with ground staff, you know, the fact that COVID is everywhere and various other problems, um, they are having to cancel. Thou- like When I say thousands, I mean thousands. I think British Air alone is canceling 15,000 flights in the next couple of Oof. weeks. Um, so Virgin preemptively canceled our flight home in three weeks and put us on another one. Okay. So I can already see how things are going. Also, there are lines on all these European airports that are like four or five hours long.
0: Yeah.
1: The, everybody's luggage is getting lost. It's just total chaos.
0: Sounds nice. Today
1: in the UK, they are having a record heat wave. Yeah. Temperatures they've never seen before. It's around 100 or so degrees. Oof. And as of the headline a couple minutes ago, one of the runways somewhere had melted.
0: Oh, perfect.
1: So, um, yes. So they are in a record heat wave of which they really, and they're record heat waves in a lot of places, including right now France. Yeah. And Portugal. Uh, Quite a number of people have died. There are huge fires. Um, So the UK is um, very, 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 very hot right now. And they are not set up for that.
0: No, I've been to the UK many times and uh, they are not a big air conditioning place.
1: Our in-laws, we were staying with them when we had our UK wedding. We, We stay with them a lot, but we had our UK wedding and it was around 95 degrees and they didn't own a fan. Yeah. Just they never needed a fan. Yeah. So I'm and I'm sitting here with a fan and, you know, like there's so many cooling mechanisms everywhere, right. um, but there was no fan and it was 95 degrees and boy, oh boy, was it hot. Yeah. Um, so it is hot in the UK right now, but it's hot in a lot of ways, Dan.
0: Yeah. They have a cost. I like cost that, of, I like they got that a, segue. Yeah. That they got a cost, nice.
1: Got a cost of living crisis. It's very, very hot. Travel's falling apart. They've got COVID everywhere. But Dan, mm-hmm. let's get into it. Let's. Because for one week, our vacation week, let's not think about American disasters.
0: I love it. Let's C- think considering about... Considering that I literally don't know anything.
1: It's a good week for it. Yeah. Now, when we last recorded, yeah. must have been the 5th of July, which was a Tuesday. yes. We must have recorded between 1 and 2.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I'm going to read to you some dates and times from the timeline. Uh, you can find these timelines in many articles if you just type in Boris Johnson timeline. But this is from Politico EU. Okay. As we recorded and sort of went and the, closed the recording, something was happening in the UK. Yeah. Now, at 6 p.m., which is 1 p.m. Tuesday... Um, and right around the time we started recording. Yeah. Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of the UK. Now, you'll remember Boris Johnson from Partygate, the guy mm-hmm. who had not one, not two, but something, I don't know, 60 parties that were in yeah. violation of, you know, barrels of, you know, people bringing in booze and suitcases and barfing down the walls and this is the, this guy is a sausage casing full of champagne mm-hmm. and farts and he is just Um, A bad man, an Etonian, a kind of snobbish piece of shit. A man who would not tell the country how many children he had.
0: Yeah, that's that's that was that was a a good sign.
1: He just wouldn't say. Yeah, you
0: know. He who uh, can uh, who can really keep track.
1: Truly a man that just got through life being a rich guy who played the buffoon. Yeah. And just never faced any consequences for anything he did. Indeed. Now he's been in a lot of trouble. He just faced a no confidence vote. He'd gotten through by the skin of his teeth. A third of his party said basically, "We don't like you and don't trust you," because they're I mean, sending it's him only out. Only a third. Hey, look, they sent him out to dry because they're like, "We got you. You've done your purpose. You right. got us in. Now we don't need you anymore." So, right. You know. Well, he is hanging on. Figured nothing could stop him. Well Dan. Mm-hmm. We find ourselves at one p.m. Tuesday July fifth yeah now Boris Johnson puts a man into his uh there's a man called chris Pincher okay now chris pincher m p he's an ally and he and Boris gave him a role in the government, and everybody said, kind of don't um uh, because this guy had been accused multiple times of sexual misconduct. Oh, good, groping people, things like that. Everyone, yeah. like, don't do it. So Johnson was like, "No pants, no rules." <laughs> surfs up, you know, Leroy Jenkins, etc. Puts the guy in anyway. Yeah. Now. Then there came this, as this article point says, a drip drip of allegations and explosive accusation from a former civil servant office forced Downing Street to change its story. So first he said he didn't know, and then he said he admitted he knew. As Johnson was apologizing for the affair in an interview on Tuesday evening. So he he has to change his story because he sent his people out to say he didn't know. Right, And then they found out he did know. And then he came out and said, I did know. And everybody was like, this is it. One, a bridge too far. Right, He sent somebody out to tell a lie. Well done. 6 p.m. Johnson formally apologizes for the Pinscher affair. Yeah. Uh, admits to appointing Pincher as the government's deputy chief whip, despite knowing about a 2019 investigation into behavior was, quote, the wrong thing to do. p.m. Health Secretary Sajid Javid resigns while Johnson is speaking, (laughs) tweeting a damning resignation letter that pointedly suggests that Brits, quote, rightly expect integrity from the government. Yeah. 6.11 p.m. With Westminster still reeling over one senior cabinet resignation, Rishi Sunak makes it two in less than 10 minutes. The chancellor appeared to blame his ec- exit on splits over an economic policy, but everyone uh, he can't continue like this. Okay, so basically what happens is within 10 minutes, 11 minutes, two of the most senior members of Johnson's, I just again, I really want to say I've ordered this knock it. Can you hear I it? it? I love
0: it. I appreciate it. It's the attention to detail that yeah. you put into the work that I really do appreciate. you steady. Like, dr- what what would be nice is knocking.
1: That's the steady drumbeat of news, Dan. It is. Well, it, imagine two members of the presidential cabinet, like just two, just two biggest people, just the chancellor of the Exchequer and the health secretary just like, fuck you, dude, we're out. And these guys have stood by him forever. So yeah. everyone's like, wow, that's a big deal. Well, Dan, things were just getting started. Whoa. Now. At 7 p.m., the trade envoy to Morocco, another guy who is apparently live-tweeting from Asana, becomes the third member of the government to release a, rec- a resignation member uh, letter. 7.20, yeah. Tory party vice chair becomes the fourth, quitting live on British TV. Wow. 7.30 to 8.30, resignations in the ge- government's junior ranks become thick and fast. Uh if he was still bothering to read the resignation letters at this stage, Johnson Johnson will have been particularly stung by the brutal note sending by the exiting parliamentary aide to the Welsh secretary. Virginia Crosby tells Johnson, you risk irrevocably harming this government and the Conservative Party. It appears you are either badly advised or unable to change.
0: I'm going to go with the latter.
1: You you cannot be trusted to tell the truth. 9.30 to 9 to 10 p.m. Uh, so anyone expecting Johnson to leave quietly is disappointed as the PM fills the most senior gaps in his cabinet with a defiant shuffle. So basically all these people ran in, right? All these little rats ran in and he starts handing out jobs, including, uh, he gave the ex checker to Nadim Surawi and, uh, Stephen Barkley got moved to health mm-hmm. and there had been a full hour with no resignations. And then at 10:02 PM. Another one came in and then 1047 Solicitor General Alex Chalk became the 10th member to resign on Tuesday. So 10 people resigned on Tuesday. Yeah. Now it dawns on the July the 6th. Yeah. 705 a.m. Zahawi. Now the Chancellor of the Exchequer, in charge of the entire U.K. government, which is our economy, which is falling apart, begins a morning round of interviews at s- 8, 10 p.m. His interview is derailed by two resignations from government (laughs) colleagues as he speaks and he has to answer live. Nine to eleven thirty a.m. Ascent steady stream. 1205 p.m. 17 government resignations letter. (laughs) Boris Johnson is in the the House of Commons for Prime Minister questions. Right. Which is a fun weekly thing where they make you stand up and answer. Yeah, I think so.
0: Wow. I think it's weekly.
1: It's, it's pretty common. Well, this really becomes the fun part of the day because I started watching and listening around this time because it was nuts. This guy got hammered for about four to five hours straight. <laughs> it was unbroken nut kicking. <laughs> he is up there. Everyone is hammering him. He insists he keeps go. He will keep going even as some of his own MPs use their questions to call him and to quit. Twelve forty p.m. After setting in motions the events that would imperil Johnson's premiership the night before, Jabot steals the parliamentary show with a withering statement. At some point, we have to conclude enough is enough. He says. Two twenty five p.m. His preparations from a grilling from the powerful liaison committee, which I watched. This this was amazing. This was <laughs> this was must see TV. This liaison committee is just a committee of people who hand him his ass on a platter over and over again. It was bananas. It was disrupted by a particularly wounding spate of resignations. (laughs) Uh, They are now resigning so quickly that they are resigning five to a letter.
0: So let me just ask a quick question here for clarity. So. They keep talking about the people that are resigning as ministers, right? Mm-hmm. And my interpretation of that is cabinet ministers.
1: Well, they're MPs, ministers yeah, of so parliament. This is so what I
0: don't understand. Some
1: of them are cabinet ministers and some of them are in other positions, like okay. trade envoy to Kenya or okay, So it's Secret-
0: yeah. it's not just members of his cabinet. It's other. Right. People from the administration that other from people. high ranking to low rank. Yes,
1: because there's only Got so it. many members in the cabinet.
0: Yeah, that's where I get, began to get very confused. I was like, my my grip on British politics does not hold that there are like 37 people in the cabinet.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how many there are, but it's yeah. not it's not you know it's like Exchequer, Health, yeah. Education, yeah. etc.
0: It's like the U.S. cabinet.
1: Well, by two twenty five. They were up to twenty-seven people. Yeah, they were coming in while this committee was going on. 3 p.m. The chair of the committee warns that they have to respect the prearranged order of questionings as Johnson sits down, uh, because they there's so many things happening while they're talking. Um, at 4:24, a group of cabinet ministers, the cabinet, arrives at Downing Street to tell Johnson to resign. Yeah. The problem is he's still over in parliament answering <laughs> questions with the liaison committee <laughs> who are handing him his ass. So he's over yeah. in parliament getting his ass handed to him. So, and meanwhile, all these people are gathering at his house to, to tell him like,
0: to quit. out. Yeah.
1: Including at 4 31 PM Zahawi, the person that he had appointed, Pointed to the Chancellor of the Exchequer less than twenty-four hours ago.
0: <laughs> they
1: tell him while he's in the committee that all these people are there. Yeah. So then he goes in and everyone just watches, and the BBC was basically just laser focused on the front door, <laughs> watching who goes in. Now he goes in to fight. All they know is at 9 p.m., he fired one guy, Michael Gove, who was this total goop. He is like the, the, the Carter Page. He is the lollipop on a stick. He, that, that guy fucked him, so he's like, you, you're fired. He <laughs> fired him before he could quit. That was just revenge. So anyway, after battling it out and trying to fight and saying he'll fight, Boris Johnson eventually came out. I believe it was the next day and gave a resign and said that he will step down as the party chair, which means that he will not be prime minister once a new head of the party has come in. Yeah. And he um, blamed it on basically everyone else and herd mentality and just people being weird and erratic Mm. and uh, nothing to do with him really. So right now, so in 24 hours, I believe in the end they had something like, I, rem- I don't even know how many people in the end resigned. It was 60 or something like that. Wow. It was just, it was going so quickly. They had to have a counter <laughs> <clears throat> on the Chiron and it would just tick up and up and they just watched the door. It's, but the moment that he was getting his ass handed to him on one side of the screen and then everybody was seen going into the, <laughs> and they were like, by the way, while we're sitting here, all your friends are at your house. Getting ready to stage an intervention to tell you you suck. (laughs) It was great, Dan. It was just like he had to stand while people went by in a line and kicked him in the nuts.
0: It It was like a spanking machine.
1: It was amazing. Did you ever see the movie Airplane where everyone lines up to beat this one person up? Yes. And they all have like a different weapon? Yeah. It was like that, but for Boris Johnson. It was so so funny when they told him in that meeting, as he's trying to bluster along in his asshole way. Then they were like, you could tell they were so happy. They were like, well, so you say. But guess what, motherfucker? (laughs) It was
0: wonderful, Dan,
1: to see him suffer.
0: He is still prime minister, though.
1: Indeed, there is a uh, contest of bad people going on in the UK right now. Yeah, uh, in which some bad people are all trying to the for the spot of big uh, the most bad. Okay. Um, it's a real rogues gallery. Okay. Um, including one woman who named Liz Trust, who got lost inside of the room that she was giving the press conference in oh good so they're going to have a leader they have these uh the new prime minister will be chosen yeah but sorry the noises are getting stranger
0: that's good i wonder what they're doing pretty soon there's going to just be a head that pops down from your ceiling
1: anyway dan uh they're having a challenge right now and a series of votes and then the about a hundred thousand people in the Conservative Party will choose the next Prime Minister and they'll get that person, I believe it's early September. Oh my God, stop. So
0: let me just get some clarity on this. So okay. by stepping down as the party leader, yes, he is basically saying, I'm not gonna be the prime minister, but there is not going to be a nationwide election for parliamentary positions that then would determine the balance of power in parliament who then would determine the prime minister he's instead saying balance of power stays the same so the conservative party just has to choose a new leader that person then becomes the prime minister do i understand the
1: correct because they can call a general election in the uk but if they did it right now the conservatives would probably lose because of all everything I just said and, right. a, and more. And the fact that the country is basically backwards and on fire.
0: Right. And so this is their way of ensuring that they would stay in power. When would the next non-called election happen?
1: Uh, let's see. I don't know because they have to have one every five years, but they can have one before that if they call one. Right. Uh, and I, I feel like it was maybe two, it was maybe two, maybe it was three years ago.
0: Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. So is there still a little bit of a run for whichever one of these monsters takes the spot?
1: And they don't have cycles like ours, which go on for two to three years. Right. And 2024 has officially basically already started now, so.
0: Well, not officially.
1: Oh, Dan, kind of. Soon. Dan, he's been talking.
0: He has definitely been talking. He has definitely been talking, Dan. Well, Maureen Johnson, mm. thank you for all of that. Because I will admit to the fact that I have lost complete and utter grasp of any and all news that is happening in the United States of America right now. Mm. Which is both um, really nice. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Sounds great. And maybe... I don't care, right? But there's also sort of a a sense of uh, I I worry that maybe I just have my eyes closed on a roller coaster that is about to drop.
1: Well, Dan, there certainly have been. I just I feel like if I stare at the ceiling, it'll stop. That's how but it it's, works. It's not working.
0: Wow. Oh, look, it did.
1: Some things have been happening, Dan. Yeah. Now, one thing that I'm just going to bring it up, Mm -hmm. and that is that the passing of Donald Trump's former wife,
0: first wife,
1: Ivana Trump.
0: I did see this. Yes. Ivana Trump, Ivanka's mother. Yes. Died by falling down the stairs? Yes. Yes.
1: Okay, And apparently it was the night before they were to give a deposition or testimony. Oh, excuse me? Yes. Yes. So she fell down the stairs. Hold on. I'll look it up. He was going to have to give testimony. They were all going to have to give testimony for something. Something about the Trump organization.
0: Right. The Letitia James uh, subpoenas. I do know that Trump and all the kids were going to have to give depositions.
1: And I believe they were going to have to do it the next day. Okay. And that or the day after. And um, she fell down the stairs and it's been postponed.
0: Eh?
1: (laughs) Oh, come on. I thought you knew that part. (laughs) oh come on i know but (laughs) she also wasn't a good help and people do fall down the people yeah
0: yeah i mean you know it's an imperfect world people fall down the stairs all the time yeah that's uh i did not know that that those depositions got postponed yes oh maureen johnson
1: it was the next day or the day after yes
0: Oh, boy.
1: Now, there are certainly people (laughs) that raise their eyebrows at the timing.
0: I wonder. Why would that be?
1: I'm just saying, Dan.
0: Uh, Speaking of depositions, I do know today. So, again, we are recording this on a Monday uh, because I am moving on on the Tuesday that we would normally record. So... Today, Steve Bannon's contempt of Congress trial begins. He's been trying desperately to push it off, but uh, the judge has been having no part of it. Uh, The lawyers keep filing briefs, on the types of things that they feel like they should be able to defend him on. And the the judge keeps being like, no, that isn't a thing. That's not going to work. Um. So well, that should be he, a real shit show. He
1: thought that he wouldn't get in trouble if he eventually just said, "Okay, I'll do it."
0: Right. Yeah. And
1: they said that's not how that works, and he seemed surprised.
0: Well, you know, when you have such crack legal teams at your side, it's uh it's easy to 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 think that maybe the law works in a way that it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, but then, we, uh, I believe that there puppy. has been a a January sixth committee hearing since we last recorded, and the final yes. January sixth committee hearing is happening this Thursday in prime time. Yes. I did summer
1: iced tea. Everybody, come on, let's yeah, go.
0: I did not watch the last one. Did you? I,
1: I did. I and I somehow missed the beginning. Okay. I thought I started at, like, I was listening to it. And I thought I started at the right time, and then it seemed to be already going. Well,
0: what I happen- don't want to give away the beginning. If you plan on going back to watch no, it. No, tell me. Um, But they stormed the Capitol, Maureen.
1: Oh, right, right, right.
0: Yeah. They stormed the Capitol building. They were going to kill Mike Pence. They were going to kill that guy. They were going to yeah. kill that guy. They were going to kill Mike Pence.
1: This this one was testimony from some right-wing supremacists, the Oath Keepers, and some one of their one of them was just like the PR guy for the Oath Keepers. It was very weird.
0: Yeah, I think former PR guy.
1: Yeah, he was like, but now I realize that that was kind of bullshit. I'm like, really, sir? Yeah. Um.
0: The other guy I saw photos. He really dressed up in a jean jacket and a Descendants t-shirt.
1: Someone said. That it was like the evil version of you. Like if you've oh, taken no. a different path.
0: Oh no. And he did
1: he did look like an evil you.
0: Oh no. I don't want that.
1: Because he had the beard and everything, yeah. but yeah, someone I, I was don't like, want yeah. That. It was like I don't the that. it was like the upside down Dan Sinker. Oh no. Yeah, oh no. That's right.
0: Oh, oh no. no.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Oh boy.
1: So, yeah. um, We're going to get a I'm it's there. I kept thinking it was Friday, night, but it's Thursday night. We're going to get a blow by blow minute by minute, second by second account. of All the shit that went down or at least some shit that went down.
0: I think that the the plan is to show they are going to kind of take the whatever it was, 157 or 187 minutes or whatever, where Trump didn't do anything in the White House. And they're going to kind of. Uh, bullet time that in uh, slow motion, so that we can see exactly how little he did. Mm. Um, I have a question for you, Morning. Sure. When the when the hearings began, mm-hmm. low all that month ago, or a month and a bit ago, um, the first hearing was in prime time, and it felt like a lot of people's reaction was like, "Oh." I didn't expect them to be doing a true crime podcast. Like I right. didn't expect them to be kind of really stitching together a narrative. Um. Now that we are approaching the end, mm-hmm. do you feel like they succeeded in stitching together a narrative? Like, do you feel like the story that they have told has held together and is consistent and easily followable?
1: Well, first of all, I don't think they're nearing the end because he keeps committing crimes. One of right. the stingers on the end of the last one was, Oh, and by the way, it was a real mid credit sequence that was yeah. very important where they said, by the way, a witness who you haven't seen yet, let us know. The Trump called them. Yeah. And they put, dropped that phone like it was hot and let us know. But he keeps calling people. And yeah. you're going to be hearing more about that. <laughs> Also, the Secret Service seems to have deleted a whole bunch of very important text messages.
0: Hey, you know.
1: And I Who feel hasn't? like we might be hearing more about that. Yeah. So I don't think we're anywhere near the end. Yeah. Because I think more shit is going to happen. Right. Um, if they don't a- kind of indict him. Yeah. Then i Genuinely don't know what it was for. Right. Um, well, and,
0: but they can't indict him, right? Like they can only. But
1: the Justice Department can. Yeah,
0: the Justice Department can. But the Justice Department and the um, investigative committee don't actually coordinate or work together, right? Um, the committee can kind of put forward things and the Justice Department can pick up on those if they want to or not. So. Um, it's you know the the ultimately the indictment, or, or like an actual legal indictment, not an indictment in the, you know, court of public opinion or whatever. Um, rests with the Justice Department, and that, also well, that there's could a- be why there is a level of like, look at this witness intimidation and stuff like that because that's a little bit easier to hang an indictment on,
1: or for that we also have Steve Bannon.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, So I think that
0: there is a lot left to come. Right. And they've certainly let it be known that they are open to more hearings. But they are at least saying that this Thursday will be the conclusion of, I don't know, season one of Mm -hmm. the January 6th committee. Season two may start up a little bit later in the in the late summer, early fall. And my feeling is season one, I kind of feel like I lost the plot a little bit on season yeah. one. And that could be due to my own circumstances of not being totally clued into the news, you know. But um, but I don't know that I could say, here is the through line that they have stitched together, other than kind of the through line that at least I already knew existed. You know, I think that's the the trick for me is I don't know. And I think that this has been lobbed to them as a. As a criticism, like. How much of what they're surfacing is new versus how much of what they're surfacing is just better corroboration of what we already knew.
1: Well, it felt like the case is a Casey Hutchinson testimony. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I what are it still sounds like they're playing basketball.
0: Maybe they are. Maybe your neighbors installed a basketball court.
1: It just I don't know what it is.
0: To Maybe have. you have a New York Nick that's a neighbor. They're practicing.
1: It just seems like they're hammering the floor. Yeah.
0: Who among us?
1: I thought. Well, obviously we all enjoyed it. We all enjoyed hearing the story of Trump strangling a or attempting to throttle a secret service agent throwing his lunch against the wall and then um, just fully being fine with the fact that they were going to kill Mike Pence.
0: Oh yeah. I, I uh, thinking if, is a great idea.
1: I think if we hear a lot more from his lawyer. I think yep. if I think if we hear more about what happened in that room. We know that there's a witness still coming. Yeah. Who got contacted? Right. Who do you think that was? I think they have a rumor that it was a the rumor was it's somebody lower level okay, that wouldn't normally get a call from Trump. Right. Like a staff member, a valet member, someone who would have maybe had to clean the room or something like that. Right. Who does not, not normally get calls from right. Donald Trump.
0: Right. I mean, that also seems so the Casey Hutchinson ended with another sort of like post credit sequence where they were like, we're not going to name names, but, you know. People have been contacted, uh, you know, being told to be loyal and and that your loyalty will pay off and all of that. And that has now since been re re, um, and I I was annoyed by that (laughs) because um, it felt like, you know, they they announced the Casey Hutchinson uh, hearing. Kind of the night before there seemed to be some sort of big rush to do it. And then they sort of ended it with this stinger that a lot of people were like, Well, I think that was her. And it's like, well, yeah, but they didn't actually connect those dots since that since then. Those dots have been connected. And that was, in fact, uh, I believe it was Mark Meadows reaching out to her, being like, Hey, come on, be a team player. Um, but uh yeah, I mean it certainly seems like the, the witness intimidation side of things is um is fertile ground. Will they try to get
1: him to testify, Trump himself? Right. Is that the end game?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean that would be uh they better book uh, a, a, a real primetime slot for that if that were to happen. Cause that would be something. I did read that there is kind of internal division in the committee as to whether to try to get Trump or Mike Pence to uh to do it. Meanwhile, How? Trump oh, is Dan, full speed just, ahead.
1: Just mm-hmm. the, the Mike Pence. <sighs> <sighs> yes. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yes. Meanwhile it seems like Trump beginning to worry that maybe one of the three investigations into him, the New York's uh, look into the Trump organization, which he just had a deposition postponed due to the death of his ex-wife, Georgia's investigation into potential vote tampering uh, by the Trump side of things, which is uh, going strong, it seems. And this one, Uh, it now seems that he is on the verge of announcing a run for 2024 with that timeline being advanced into this summer, possibly. Yes. In part to kind of get a jump on any level of attempts at uh, indicting him for things. Because I think the basic working theory, at least among the sort of goofnuts that give him uh, advice
1: <laughs> you mean the my pillow guy and um rudy and apparently the guy who created overstock.
0: yeah that I feel like that was a real a new challenger has yeah. entered the entered mm. the <laughs> yeah the chat here we, like uh, got somebody new the the overstock.com guy yep i don't know how that kept out of the news for so long mm. but yeah Joining Mike Lindell. I think his name was what? Burn? His last name is Burn. I can't remember. It's just his first the overstock.com guy. Yeah. He doesn't even need a name. Apparently, uh, at at a, he was at a meeting in the West Wing with Rudy and uh Sidney Powell and and a bunch of other people. And he just kept eating the hell out of some Swedish meatballs. <laughs> just power fisting them. Did- did you relate to that? now? were you? I mean, I'll eat a Swedish meatball morning. Mm. Those are good with that lingonberry sauce. Uh, IKEA, oh, so man, man, yeah, yeah.
1: He's just got a big blue IKEA bag over his shoulder. He's
0: <laughs> just pops some like popcorn.
1: He's building a veneered. <laughs> it's a shelf, but it's also a sofa.
0: Um, but yeah, it seems that that the general thinking on the Trump side of of things is if he is an active candidate for president, there will be far less um, stomach for indicting him.
1: Mm. Dan, just think about it. When we run through Trump campaign too, he won't even be able to get the high quality people he got on the last time. Yeah, Like that guy that was arrested in Florida with his shirt off in his driveway and Rudy and the MyPillow guy and the Overstock guy. We're going to get some some new people that aren't that good.
0: <laughs> oh, good.
1: It's just literally going to be some people from he met on Facebook. Um, somebody that's really into scrapbooking. Yeah. Uh, guy that runs. Uh, it's running out of parody because we've got the Overstock.com and the My Pillow guy. So,
0: yeah. Where do we go? I, mean, I don't think I think they're lifers. They're not going anywhere. Like,
1: yeah, but are they if they if they seem silly is he going to keep giving them jobs? Mike Lindell's kind of embarrassing to have around.
0: Yeah. He's
1: going to want someone cool. It's going to Kid Rock maybe um,
0: uh Mike Lindell in sunglasses.
1: Mike Lindell in sunglasses.
0: Rudy in a leather jacket.
1: Rudy, who is selling Mike Lindell's sandals on the 4th of July. Offer code Rudy.
0: Yeah. 50 Um, bucks instead of 80 for some clone foam sandals.
1: Here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. You know how you're on the road now and you're living this great life and you're seeing America and fording streams and. Yeah. Things are about to get so nuts. Yeah. Like, nuts on a level we can't even comprehend yet.
0: No. That's so. Fun. Thanks. Thanks for that pat- parting thought. I'm just saying, we're moving into a whole phase of
1: See You Tomorrow that lasts for two years. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> uh, I will say, uh, so we are on, a, on an island right now called Bainbridge Island right across, this, right across the sound from Seattle. To get there, you have to drive up a kind of a interconnected series of of little islands and peninsulas and things like that. And um, as we were driving up, it seemed like every, the entire i like series of islands were driving down because we were driving on a Friday, so it was like they were all driving down for their you know weekend getaways and things like that. Uh, so the traffic going south was very very busy. We were going north. And uh, we went through this one town, and on the southbound side of the street, so opposite from us, there was uh, a little Trump protest going on, or like pro Trump protest. So there was mm-hmm. sort of a whole line of American flags, or about two or three people holding signs. It was very hard to read the signs because they were facing opposite us, their backs were to us because they were showing it to the very large line of traffic. But I did see one guy. Who's holding a sign that read, flip me off if you're brainwashed. Which felt like a real win-win for everyone. Dan, it's a great
1: country. It it, is, and and it's not. It doesn't have any
0: problems. The thing that is interesting to me, having driven across 2,000 plus miles of it at this point. Most of it is very empty mm. and you don't see in, in, in the rural places that I would expect to see large amounts of Trump signs and things like that. You actually don't see a lot. You see the occasional barn with a Trump sign on or something like that. It's where it's where it's where two sides kind of rub together. Yep, where you really see it.
1: Like in the Northeast Philadelphia.
0: Exactly. Like your Bucks County, you know, the rural-ish counties just outside of Boulder, Colorado, you know, the edges of Seattle, things like that. That's where you really, like, that's where all of the tension is happening. Um, and it's just sort of over and over and over again. Like that's been the kind of recurring theme is like as you come into a place from kind of a rural area. That's where you see the signs. That's where you see the weird protests. That's where you see all of it. So it is. That's that's the view from the road, Maureen.
1: Man, Dexie just cannot rest with this banging. She's she's just looking at me like, what is happening?
0: I know. Well, you've got banging. I have a a day to begin. So I'm going to say it says who? is made possible by you through your support of our see, Patreon. See you tomorrow. <laughs> you won't see me tomorrow. To your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Yeah, our Patreon where most Sundays, not sure about this coming one, but soon. You get a whole nother bonus episode of this very podcast. Uh, if you give it the 5 or $10 a month level, that $10 a month level also gets you a sticker that always shows up every month because you are in the Says Who sticker club. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter, and you can email at Hey, that's H-E-Y at podcast.com You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Stillard, even while on the road. She's doing that job. If you want to join the Fan Run Discord server, you can visit tinyurl.com says who discord, spread the word, subscribe, leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen. And a reminder, we are once again in our summer hours. Maureen and I are both traveling next week, so no episode next week, but you can probably join us on August 3rd for our next episode.
1: When nothing from. will have happened, it'll all nothing be super all. quiet. Will you still be in the
0: UK then? Yes. Man, live. Yep. Live from the falling apart United Kingdom.
1: I will be uh, in the UK.
0: That's exciting.
1: In fact, that day, that time may not work so well, so we have well, to
0: talk. We'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> from Welcome uh,
0: to Says Who Summer.
1: Says Who Summer. anything can happen. Get your iced tea and see you tomorrow.
0: Possibly August 3rd, maybe some other time, maybe not till the following week. We'll see from my basement in Chicago. You're not you're
1: not in a basement in Chicago. Oh, you're right.
0: I just read the notes like it was nothing. (laughs) Right. Uh, From my car along the edge of the Puget Sound. There you go. Bainbridge Island, Washington. I am Dan Sinker.
1: From a quiet apartment in New York (laughs) City where there's no banging going on and my dog is fine with it.
0: I'm Maureen Johnson. And this has been Says Who? We're taking a ferry today. We're putting the car on a ferry.
1: Man, well, I'm about to take the dog to the vet, so.
0: Well, same difference.
1: Mm.